Cynical Sheep is a listener-supported program. That means we depend upon you, the listener, to help us grow and keep the show going. You can help us by liking and sharing this podcast, leaving a review, and interacting with us on Facebook. If you have a question or if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, drop us a line at cynicalsheep.gp at gmail.com. Thank you for your support. Want you to get up this morning, skip around like a lamb. Well, it got. I don't never change. Oh, always will be gone. This is Cynical Sheep, and I'm here with Tony. Tony, how's it going? Man, it is going well, Aaron. Had a little bit of a head cold or something I'm fighting off. Uh, which is no fun in this 110 degree heat index days, but uh, yeah, nothing won't survive either. How are you, sir? Doing well. Summer colds are horrible. They're the worst. They're yeah. the worst. Today is actually a good segue. We're going to be bringing up everybody's talking about COVID. We're going to talk about it too. Why not? Hey! <laughs> Get on the bandwagon. That's right. I don't think I've heard nearly enough opinions on it. No. <laughs> What's the world without ours? That's, 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 what the, that's what the world's missing right now. That's right. <laughs> One more opinion. No, <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know what? What does uh, what does COVID have to do with the state of the church today? This year and last year has really should have really shed some some light on how we treat each other and with uh with different things that are going on current events and everything else i think we get uh a little bit of uh, what is that mission creep uh, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word we uh we forget that we're not this isn't our last destination (laughs) you know (laughs) right right Uh, beginning of uh COVID, one thing I noticed was, uh, you know, when the, uh, yeah, refresh my memory, did they suspend church services or did they just request that church, or I know some states may have. I, th- I think it varied by state. Yeah. Um, because uh, here in Louisiana, yeah, it got to a point where we were, it was really different for our church. At first, it, it appeared it might be a blessing in disguise. We were, um, Shortly after it started, uh, went back when nobody thought it'd be, you know, 18 months going on, whatever it is now, long. Uh, we kind of thought we were, you know, getting into looking into buying a building last summer, uh, which is our first permanent building. And uh, just kind of thought you know, with the early indications by winter, you know, or, or so we'd be back up and operating and everybody meeting together and be beyond all that, that, uh, it might have been a blessing in disguise, you know, just for our, our church. But, uh, yeah, of course, it didn't turn out that way. And uh, renovation took longer than expected anyways. And we actually we were behind it opening back up here. Um, but it did. Uh, it, it, I think, I forget the phases, but one of the phases we went into, 
it it didn't necessarily shut it down, but it was the restrictions, I believe, Aaron, was where, you know, you, so many could meet. So, you know, I think a lot of them tried more services or whatever else as long as they could. And then it got to a point where the restrictions were just so small in the gatherings that we couldn't do it. But that was Louisiana anyways. Yeah, I remember ours. Um, I couldn't remember if the um, – if it was the restrictions, like you're saying, the restrictions got, you know, so strict and everything else that it just wasn't feasible to have, um, you know, people in service, they had to, they went to, which we were set up, we we were already, the church that I go to, we were already casting um, over, you know, Facebook lives and stuff like that. So it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't like all they had to figure out a whole bunch of technology to get it done. It was something they were already doing. Um, yeah. it was just done differently. Um, uh, you know, I saw a lot of, um, like here, I didn't see, you know, if you wanted to go to church, there's a lot of churches, especially small churches that didn't have the necessarily the technology to do like what we did. They were having church out in the parking lot and stuff like that. Um, drive-in style. I think it spoke well for the, uh, for the churches down here. Um, <laughs> But uh, I did see a lot of stuff online. I'm sure you did too. Um, a lot of bickering, like uh, you know, we we chose to stay home and do the online church because uh, that was an option, and uh, for you know personal reasons and everything else. And uh, I've, I've noticed, like, the, there were some people that were calling out other Christians for not attending service in person like we you know like we're like we're used to yeah and um if i'm not mistaken didn't didn't like the first century church have to uh have to meet in secret did i did i read that somewhere or is that uh is that is that something <laughs> i made up <laughs> Because uh, Christianity, Christianity, I mean, I, as far as I can remember, it's always been accepted, right? Uh, uh, yeah, as far as I remember, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 right. If uh, history teaches us anything, if it, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, um, I, I was gonna real quick before we. I was actually going to say, I guess our church never really had to deal with that, though. Uh, some of the division you talk about, and, and that's only because I mentioned as having a new building. Well, we were currently at the time we were meeting in a school. So there were so many additional hoops we had to jump through. Even when things started going, um, they started shutting things down that prior to anybody else closing down, we were kind of more or less forced to. Uh, meeting in the school, that made it uh, almost, you know, just impossible for us. And I'm going to say impossible, but it, it made it logistically very challenging. So it made more sense for us to go online. And everybody, you know, we've been in that school for, shoot, seven, eight years. So everybody knew, you know, and it wasn't a surprise to anybody when that happened that that was going to be our our fate there for a while so anyways hey they are meeting in private in places like china so yeah china so, probably india i believe so 
that was one thing, you know, the the division there with the with the not attending church. And now, when I see this year, of course, everything, everyone, the the big talk is the vaccine. Mm. And you know, I don't know. I'm not going. I don't. It doesn't matter what I wanted to say about that. I don't think it matters to where what I stand, how where I stand on it. Um, whether you should get the vaccine or not, it's none of my business. Um, I don't think it's your pastor's business. Like your health is your own business, and I don't think it should be a topic that's dividing the church. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with all the uh, uh, mixed information we have out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you're, you're right. Uh, and it is, it's, it's divisive. And I was thinking that, um, you know, both the, the virtual versus, you know, in-person church and whether it's the vaccine or no vaccine or just COVID period, you know, uh, it's just, yeah, it's all part of the bigger divisiveness in uh, society. And, and like you said, and it's definitely, uh, creeping into the church. Uh, we, li- we, we live in a, a decent size little community up here. The town itself is small, but the outlying areas, you know, it's, it's pretty well populated. It's kind of a, it's a growing, booming area. Uh, and um, yeah, so I, I, our church, while on the scale of those around here would be considered small to medium, uh, I would have to assume that many of the people I see on the forums uh, that bicker about this, you know, openly, publicly, you know, probably identify as Christian. And so um, even though I, I don't, you know, necessarily know, you know, a ton of people that are, I know that in those circles, um, there's no way that many people are, are uh, so polarized on the subject and it's not, infiltrating the church yeah that's all in it i've seen it i've seen it uh even locally i mean not just like nationwide you get on of course you get on social media or you hear the news and everything else i mean that's one thing for it to be divisive in the world or to bring it into the church i think is a big problem and i think um i mean well when i, I was thinking about this the other day and uh, i realized it was like some some of my actions through you know, last year and this year, I was like, there's, there's a lot of stuff I need to ask forgiveness for, you know, mm. on, yeah. uh, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe my attitude towards things or other people or, uh, you know, just, um, I, I remember just so much, uh, just re- or you, you read something and you get so worked up, you know, and mm. some of this, some of the times it was people that I've, I've known for years, you know, other times it was people that I've known that I go to church with, and I'm like, why am I letting this get me so bent out of shape? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I, guess I forgot I could just go on about my business. And uh, once I realized that, that I, that's what I did, you know, and it didn't, didn't bother me so much. But <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Yeah, who knew? Yeah. Oh, I don't have to have an opinion on this. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm the only one, you know, 
mm-hmm. that uh that maybe or maybe I am maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. I tell you honestly, where where I think I land on it, while you know in in my home and that naturally I have you know we 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 discuss things you know as you'd expect. I think uh, I think I aggravate my friends more by by being agreeable. I mean, and just not having you know by by be being willing to listen to an alternate argument. I, I think that probably aggravates personally my friends more than and, and by no means I'm perfect. You know, I, I've got my beliefs and where I stand on things and everything else. But it's I think it's, that's just a testament to how polarizing and how divisive these issues are. I mean, um, you know, all of a sudden, if if you're not way this way or way that way, and you're not at the extreme ends of, you know, the conversation, it seems like we can't have one, you know? You're right. Right. And there's no, there's no place unless you're on one end or the other. Yeah. Um, You know, you're either for them or against them. Right. Either that or so. the minority silent about it, you know, right. or the majority silent, rather. Um, I'm not sure what the case is, but that's where I find myself, you know. Um, and, and typically speaking, that, that's the way I, you know, I do. And I, again, like you said, there's definitely things that, yeah, I should, I should, I should probably ask for forgiveness for absolutely some things that I should, you know, repent for in this vein. There's, there's millions of things that I need to repent for, you know, and I need to repent daily of my actions and my thoughts and words. But um, yeah, uh, I, I think for me, you know, this, this, that gets me in as much trouble is, is trying to, you know, uh, trying to maintain an opinion while, you know, while entertaining the thoughts of others and, and actually giving them some validity and some of my time. So, which I know is what we're supposed to do. I, I know it is. It's not always easy. And, I, and I, I'm pretty sure that's where part of this podcast is going to go is, uh, you know, regardless of uh, your thoughts and action or, or on thoughts about a particular issue, how, how do you respond as a Christian? I think that's what we're losing touch with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, another thing I found about this whole thing was, uh, you know, heaven forbid you ask a question, um, you know, mm-hmm. either <laughs> the, the, the problem is, you know, I would say and a lot of people are like, yeah, you can't ask no questions, you know, from if you're conservative, if you ask questions and you're, you know, you're this, that and the other. And I'm like, no, it's from both sides. I can't, yeah. you know, I, I've, I've been unable to ask serious questions from both sides. I either get, you know. You know, either get you get a side eye from conservatives because they may think you're a little bit liberal, or you get you know you get called a conspiracy theorist from the left. You know, like you said, there's no room for the middle. You know, yeah. like I, you know, I have questions. I, I, you know, I I had questions when COVID started because they would say one thing and they would say another. I'm like, okay, which one is it? Right. And right. you know that you know basically, it was just shut up and do what you're told. I'm like, well, I've never been good at that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that option's not going to work for me. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I think as far as that go, I, you know, I've, I've done my best. Uh, we have some family friends. We have some, we have some, you know, fr- friends that uh, I know their hearts. I know, you know, that they're believers. And I know where they stand there. 
to begin with. And, and we've kind of throughout all this more or less relied on uh, not solely on their opinions, but we definitely have uh, have uh, tried to glean from their from their experience uh, and their and their knowledge uh, of actual, you know, uh, the actually what's happening and everything else. Not you know, not something anybody's being told, but from their own experiences, you know, we, we've tried to do that, and and it's because. Like you said, it, it's really hard. It's really hard to know where the truth is. If you just go out and sort of pick 10 articles, you know, that yeah. you wanted to read, well, you're going to come back with uh, at least eight different opinions on it, you know, so uh, on, on whatever particular issue you're looking at. So I don't know. That's, uh, that's kind of what we've tried to do. I said, first and foremost, people we trust, people that, you know, we, we feel as Christians would, you know, would give us sound you know advice uh but yeah i mean it's 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 divisive and it's hard to it's hard to even ask questions like you said a lot of times i remember you know i get uh make it anxious about and many before rona came around it was um you know car accident or you know thinking about stuff like that what have you mm-hmm. um but I always had to remind myself the worst thing that can happen to you is the best thing that can happen to you. Mm. You know, mm. I'm That's not, um, I know, I know where I'm going to end up. So, um, that's not a, it's not a concern for me there. You know, and this, the whole thing, I think with this too, it's been, there's been, a, it's, it's very emotional and it's tugging on a lot of emotions and there has been, uh, very little logic embedded into, you know, this, the discussions, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and it seems like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, what happened was, I think what people are having, I don't know, man, this is unfair. Maybe, maybe we need to have guests on, maybe need to pick some brain, we need some people to call in. We need to leave, maybe need to be live one week. Yeah. Maybe some questions but uh <laughs> i i i think it's it, it's all kind of snowballed i think you know there's been it's been it's been a, it's been happening it's been coming everybody's known it and i think there was a a divisiveness that started you know probably longer ago than i'm going to give credit for or was paying attention to and then and what happened was now, which with each new thing, whether it be coronavirus or then the vaccine, or like we've said, that's what happened. It's almost like that decision you made, you know, politically or whatever may have been, you know, eight years ago is, uh, you know, it, it's kind of foretold where you have to be now, <laughs> you know. So this issue comes up. Well, where's my side at on it? And so, you know, we've. And, and I think that's what's making it so difficult now is that it's not it's not just about Corona. It's a it, you know it's part of a bigger bigger issue. And like you said, that's where um, you know that that's that's the that's the only way you get to a point where people are labeled as you know conspiracy theorists by one side and by the other side uh, believing pretty much everything you read to the point that some people sound that way. You know. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> and and I think that's just because these things it's just been coming. I think not just these past couple of years, but I think in the past maybe ten or twenty years, uh, the American church has gone through quite a bit, and um, you know it it may get rougher. So mm-hmm. you know, um, but I don't I don't think on the I'm not saying that to be on the uh, well, you got to pick a side now crowd or anything like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying that to um, just kind of say, you know, be ready for it. And also, um, you know, be ready to give people a little bit of grace. You know, we've <laughs> we we don't do a lot of that yeah. here. You know, if you if you mess up once, you man. Mm. And, you know, depend, depending on who you are, you mess up once. you're That's it. You're, you're done for the rest of your life. You know, yeah. um, I've seen people make mistakes, pretty, pretty bad mistakes in the, in the church. And, um, you know, they give the rest of their life, like they got the mark of Cain on them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's room for forgiveness and there's room for grace and healing in the American church. I think that's one thing we need to, we definitely need to work on. I need to work on it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, that actually, that I was, while you were, um, when you were entering into that point, I was thinking, and I'll ask it now, um, because I think it kind of plays right into what I was going to ask you. I, I think the important thing about this, or, or you know, I don't know, I, I think the, I think the best public service you and I can do is, uh, me to ask you the question. So you got a brother or sister that, uh, agrees or i mean i'm sorry that is of a different opinion maybe a vastly different opinion uh if you consider yourself a that you're a christian that you acknowledge this other person is a christian how should we respond to them aaron how we respond to them in conversation uh aside from i think you hit the biggest one biggest nail on the head just a minute ago uh with grace uh but i was going to ask you that so uh so yeah, if you got anything to add to that, I was just curious what, how you would advise because I think that's, I think that's paramount in this discussion is that I don't, I don't know that we'll ever be in a world, you know, especially now, I don't think there's any way we we turn the tide to a point where, you know, we all are on the same page. Maybe it does, maybe you know, cataclysmic events it does. So, but um, but boring that. How, how do we navigate this as believers? How, how do we both left and right, the conservative and the liberal, how, how do we as, as Christians, first and foremost, how do we respond to our fellow brothers and sisters that have uh, different opinions? I just remember you're talking to another, uh, uh, whether they're Christian or not, you're talking to another human being. They have their own fears, their own biases. Um, you know, you don't have to, if they express an opinion or they express a belief, you don't have to be converted to their belief. Hmm. Um, but I, I would, I would advise, um, to go into it with, with their, with love, you know, yeah. um, remember that they're, that's another person there. Um, like I said, you don't have to agree with them. Somebody had said one time, I was just repeating what they say. They, that it's better to treat everybody res- with respect regardless of whether you respect them or not. 
and and you can treat everybody with love and understanding you know like, you know hey um yeah i understand you feel that way um you don't even have to give your opinion say okay thanks and remember that you're you know you're talking to another you're talking to like i said you're talking to another human being not a they're not your enemy basically if they're if they're having a conversation with you i don't think they're out to get you um i think that's something that's been portrayed by both sides you know the the, the liberals want to get the conservatives and the covering conservatives want to get the liberals and uh you know everybody's racist and at a, you, but you get out here in the in the world and you talk to people and you realize oh maybe it's not that way maybe it's just yeah. what the way that that's all that we're seeing we're getting fed and we're constantly getting fed hate and we're constantly getting fed fear and we're constantly getting fed you know um just trash you know poison yeah we're we're reacting to it so no i think that's good we um had a guest at churches this weekend and uh and uh, this is definitely a topic for big enough for its own show or series of shows but uh yeah, essentially the effect of uh it's kind of where it's kind of the the i don't know like somewhat the catalyst for what the things we talk about now and in the information age we live in. Um, and he talked, you know, but, but basically just talked about how, you know, the, the cell phone and eventually the smartphone just like overnight changed the world. Uh, you know, we went from, uh, you know, years and years of knowing, you know, limited amount of information, you know, having a small circle of influence and then just pretty much overnight, you know, everything's, at our disposal and i i think part of the problem is we just don't know how to to handle it you know what i mean I don't yeah think i don't we, think yeah i don't we, think we're built to be able to handle that that much information I don't, I don't i don't either and so i think that's definitely part of the issue um because i i, th I think that i think most people that argue their points uh, you know um I think they 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 believe they're right. I think they've probably done their research, and it just depends on where they got it from. You know, they're making their case based on what they've known, and, and it's just unfortunate because um, we've kind of lost that art of dealing with one another. You know, loving our brother and sister um, because everything's so virtual. Because you know, we've been just trending this way for quite some time now. There's this other world that you know most of us you know or many of us anyways live in for a large part of the day and it's kind of eroding our our skills to 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 love one another and to interact with one another so if you were going to go um if you were having a discussion same question you asked me uh what would be your advice uh, i tell you what i, th I think First off, I think you, I think you handled answering that question very well, uh, starting with grace. And I, I think that, um, you know, we we oftentimes, you know, grace is only <laughs> is grace is only for me or or whatever. You know, it's it's an expectation, but it's never something that, you know, you want to offer. And as it's, we live so much like that, but so I, I think that you know to keep grace at the forefront of your thoughts when you're having these interactions um and like you said to um remember that um 
the person you're having a conversation with is not the enemy. And um, just, uh, man, just remember that what we're called to be, you know, um, all that we're called to be, we're supposed to, um, we're supposed to love those people, you know, and in, in particular, you know, those that, those that hurt us and things, you know, right. And so, right. um, so I, I can't imagine that in, in these conversations, that's not what Jesus teachings would be and be applicable if he was there with you in that moment. And I think a lot of times that's, um, that's how you need to frame it, you know, is, is, is this conversation you're having? Is it, you know, is it a conversation? Is, is it, is it one that scripturally grounded? Are you, are you just trying to win an argument or are you trying to, you know, are you trying to, to win this argument? Is that the most important thing right now? Winning right. this argument or losing um, you know, this friend or alienating somebody who you, you never know what they may be dealing with. Uh, if it's not a believer, maybe somebody who uh, thinks the church is pigeonholed and narrow-minded in their thinking. And, uh, you know, and, and in the big picture, what's more important, that argument or that person's eternity? So uh, I, I think, you know, my advice would be what my advice is most of the time. And uh, what, what I said earlier in the show, gets me in trouble uh the fact that you know step back respect the person you're talking to and uh, be willing to listen and uh know that that for the for the kingdom is is maybe the best you can do in that moment so in closing don't try to be a argument winner try to be a good neighbor that's right that's right. And, and quite honestly, um, this is this is one of those that I'll go back and listen to and probably very convicted by. Yeah. <laughs> you know, practice what you preach. And yeah. So, Got any shout outs this week, Tony? You know what? I'm just going to give a blanket one. These uh, teachers out there caught in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing, people. Um, and let's face it, we don't have any educators listening to us, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> we all have a good week. Tony, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see y'all next time. See you. <laughs>